Yes, good evening, everybody. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to Single Gay Podcast. We are back again. All the way back. I'm so excited. This is, you know, season four. Season four. Season four. And we're here. We're here. And we're. And we're queer. I was going to say gay like no, I'm queer, man. I can do queer. Well, I, I can do queer. But anywho, we want to thank you guys for tuning in with us this evening. And we also, you already know who I am. I don't know if I, do I have to introduce myself. Just a little bit, just for newcomers. Yeah, just so for any newcomers. new Judies that we have, because you know we love second Judies, honey. We love new Judies. Love always, new Judies. always the support and the love be real in the streets. You feel me? But however, if you don't know my name or never came by to this situation over here, you know, this beautiful podcast, I am Aquarius Kelly, and this is my close host, Mr. See you all in the building. <laughs> I was trying to give you your applause. No you know, because, you know, it's still focused. We have, you know, the studio with no lighter and like nowhere. So we got to, I'll probably add sound effects in later. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, however, we would like to introduce our special Judy of this evening, you know, Mr. King Coffee Cuts, ladies and gents. Mr. King Coffee Cuts, the barber extraordinaire of New York City himself. Where you, uptown, downtown, midtown? I am uptown in the midtown around town. So <laughs> I'm in the Bronx. Come on in the Bronx. That's, That's my down. That's my spot right there. Wasn't Jay Lo from the Bronx? Yeah, she was from the six. Okay. And I was from the four. She's lying. I was from the four? You're from Detroit. I'm from the four, the Bronx. I lived off of Jerome Ave in 170. We're not gonna do me. We're not gonna do anyway. Right. I'm just saying. But anyway, we thank y'all for tuning in and coming in with us tonight. We're gonna be doing and having all this good, good goose and juice of topics and conversations. Well, just one. Just one. But we gonna get into that. Like, it's gonna be different, you know, a little one two. You know, a little, little one two. A little, little something. A little, 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 Nice and slow. Right. <laughs> but anywho, with that, we're going to let Mr. King Kofi just introduce himself and let him tell y'all all about him. Y'all, why I sit here and sit my juice? Because I got cranberry this evening. Mm. Well, uh, I am uh, King Kofi Cuts of King Kofi Cuts here in the Bronx. Um, I don't know what you'll be telling. I, listen, I'm, I'm I'm 34 years old. I'm a, an avid Pisces. Uh, I like long walks on the beach to the ATM, you know, those things. Um, I love when I watch Walk Beach <laughs> to the ATM. I love when I walk the beach to the ATM. Not really. No. Okay, so I got the story for y'all. Hold on, I'm going to tell y'all. Picture it, 1972 Sicily. So when I was in, well, not Sicily, so Miami. Oh, okay. So we was in Miami, right? You know how you have to, like, do these walks and you come off the road and the road just turns into, like, you know, a little rubble and then the sand and stuff, right? Gotcha. The sand. The transition. Right. So, you know, on my way of getting, you know, walking and getting out because I was feeling my chance to see from the salt water. So I was like, you know, honey, I need a little stroll. I'm listening. I'm listening. You know, they selling stuff, so let me go and make this, you know, walk to go to the ATM to get my purchase, child. Lo and behold, I guess I must have got lost because that direction I took ended up like walking out of the sand going through the, because I went through the bush and also the bush. I went through the bush and ended up somewhere near the bathrooms where they be where they be doing certain things. Oh, like so you didn't out. make it to the AT? I didn't make it to the AT because I, I had to bypass some ways to get there. Never found it. Somebody did, you ever, did you ever bypass those ways? Yeah, I went, I cut through, like, you know, like Little Red Riding Hood, you know, when she was going out with the grandma house and she was going through the hood. 
So I was try, I was going through the trenches. I went through the wood and went through this, you know, this um, it was like an underground, some type of little like walkthrough way situation. Oh, but I don't mm-hmm, mm-hmm. really. I had to go back. And this was where? And Costa No Show. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I it was very Miami. It was. It was mm-hmm. like with the coconut trees and everything. So that's what was happening. Yeah. How you feel about the new year? That's right. It is, it is a new year. How do you feel about it? Um, it, it still feels like last year. You know, we still got too avid. You know, COVID. Omarion, they pop locking and dropping with each other still. <laughs> For some reason, they, done, they brought their asses in this year. So, you know, I, I'm not a fan of the mask thing, but, you know, I, my hope is that we can go back to Raw Dog and Air Ooh, the right raw, way. Raw Dog in the Air? What's that? Breathing in, you know, like just the right Breathe. way without, you know, without the block, you know, the mask. The block is the, the block. I mean, it, 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 it helps. I, I just feel like, like don't this, help. Is, this is another safest way to practice safe sex. And, that, that, and again, that still ain't happening for people. They listen. That's definitely. So what you say? So what you say? They put the strap on on their face and not they strap on another bottom. Exactly. They'll put a whole mask on. <laughs> That's it. It is exactly sweet. I mean, you know, I just I don't know. I'm asking. You know, I don't know. Oh, you don't? No. Oh, okay. I got to cover up right now. My head. Look at that. Oh, they say you got to keep it here. Take it and warm it. All possible. Oh, but do you wear the cap on the other hat? Yeah, it's called my cover. Sheets, Uggs. You know what? Whatever. Any woman can't cope because, like, we know that you live in this lavish space of NYC, uptown, in the Bronx. You know, and you are this barber, like. You know, you just don't cut hair, you do designs. I heard you like throw some wigs together or something. Mm-hmm. So, yes, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so I, I'm a freelance barber. I am currently, so nobody gets it twisted. I'm, I'm currently working towards actually getting fully licensed um, so that I can take this license anywhere I want to. Um, I specialize in male hair replacement uh, that's putting hair on your head when you don't have it. Um, if the top's off your Maybach, whether it's halfway or full way, I can make sure that you have hair. Uh, on the Maybach, um, okay. yeah, I do regular cuts, specialty cuts. I love designs. I love color. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm trying to be a jack of all trades. I'm trying to okay, you better get my get my you know work my way. Come on, Jack. Wait, I don't know a Jack. Do I know a Jack? Oh, I don't know a Jack. No, I know a John though. John, I met John last but even with that just doing your cuts and styles perms or whatever get people they groove back like Stella so say you know you have people that sometimes you know deal with alopecia like do you help those people as well or like people that's going through things of like dealing with cancer but you know they still want to keep their just to see as I call it so so with with that currently uh, while I'm in school I'm going to a different school to uh, get certified in trichology. Yeah, trichology, uh, which is the study of the, the scalp disease and stuff like that. So I'll have um, an understanding of how to work around people with alopecia um, and different forms of alopecia. Um, and then after that, my, my goal is to try to go through the insurance route, get, you know, so that I can get paid by insurance for those who want 
unit, so they want hair replacement or whatever. So if they can't pay me, their insurance can pay me. Um, and I'm get, right, on, right. get on that. You gonna figure out the COVID coin? So, so we gonna get we gonna get there. Okay. So they don't pay the money. The insurance will pay for it. Let me find out the insurance. I mean, insurance sometimes pay for those who get their bodies done. Wait, they pay for that. Some some people's insurance will pay for it. Tell me I could get my knees done and get taller. I almost spit out the dirt of the damn water. <laughs> <laughs> I just have the insurance is paying. <laughs> I want to get my knees done. <laughs> Excuse me. No, no. I don't even know what to say to that. I can't. I, can't, I, can't, I, can't, I, can't, I don't even know what to respond to you on that. Man, I'm just saying, if the insurance is, is the, if, if the insurance is paying right, you get me right. Then I should go in and ask them. Could I do? I don't know the name of it. So it won't be knee replacement, but some type of knee something where they give me extra height. You want extension? Boosh. That part. We're heels. How much taller you need to be? I just want to be six. You are already tall. No, I'm not. So what are you? I'm five nine. Oh, okay. You just got a long torso. Yes. But why would you still want to be tall? That ain't cute. I don't know. I always wanted to know, you know, what the air smell like up there. Just like that. It don't smell nothing different. You sure? I'm positive. Mm -hmm. I've been up there. They <laughs> 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 said I've been up there. How you get up there by the bunk bed? We're not gonna talk about that right now. Oh, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, anywho, anywho, they need about us about Mr. King Cole. Yes, it is. So you know, he's going to school. He's getting his license, and honey, he's been slaying the girls because not only that, he's also helping our regular people dealing with alopecia and you know. Cancer and stuff, he said he's figured all of that out so he knows the correct way to help them and take care of them. So, you know, if you do that and then you go into the business sector of it, like you said, you know, finding a way for them to, well, the insurance people to cover it. So, right. like, what is that process like? So, um, I would just file a claim, like, before they got um, their hair done or they come in to get the service done, uh, go through their insurance, figure out, uh, one, if their insurance allows it, um, two, if they do, I'll just file a claim. So, I would do the paperwork or whatever, send it in, uh, make sure that it's covered. And then after that, I would do the service. And then once I'm done with the service, send that information back into them. Just let them know how much it would be, um, what the service they got done. Um, and just figure out and let them know too, it's, it's specifically for this type of alopecia or this, you know, they have cancer or whatever. And then after that, I'll just wait for the insurance to kick it back out and say, okay, here you go, here's your money. And yeah. Do it like that. I mean, it's a it's a little waiting period, but I mean, I think in the end it's worth it. They be paying out more. They be paying out more just to have the service done than them paying for the service in person. So with the insurance covering it, and for say like the money and everything clear. So like, where does that go? Is that like going into some type of account, sort of say? Because I know like it's a different setup for when like insurance covers things. So you have to keep things on file. You have to keep track of. Like with patients and clients, and like Wouldn't how it be just like a business account. I well, yes, but the, the it would be different because like medical insurance is covered, so it's like it's a whole different. It's almost like a business account, but I know it's a different type of account, and I just don't know what it's called for it to go. Then as far as when they process their payments, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at 
I'm looking into the type of account because, again, people have been telling me to go to LLC way and stuff like that. And I'm just like, there's other stuff outside of LLC. But I know that once they pay you, it, you can ask them, hey, if, if anything, to put it into an account. Or they can just send you a check. Um, honestly, you, you know, either way it goes, I just want to get paid from it. <laughs> like, let me I just want my check, let, honey. This is get, my money. Okay, he's like, I'm not helping these people. Please just bring me my money and don't be late. Cause right. you got to be paid. I mean, I'm tap, 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 tap in. Child, tapping. I'm just saying, cause you people be thinking like, you know, building businesses and stuff, and we try to think like how you can help the community and doing things. You know, people can kind of get discouraged. They're like, well, how can I get this entity to insert with this entity that I'm right. so we can do this and just meet the end goal? I mean, some people do get to that point where that. It is like you see that, but then they see the work behind it. Mm-hmm. Like some people may not want to take that road of doing the work. I mean, yeah, but somebody gotta do it. Somebody gotta do it. Somebody. But Mr. King Coffee Cut, he's, he's doing, doing it. it. He's okay. the entrepreneur. He's part. So even like with that, because I know. <laughs> so like, wait a minute. Like, are you in a shop right now? Home or like you building the the research and the repertoire to so like open like your own type of facility that handles that. Like, how are you? Like, what's the steps you taking to do that? So, so currently, right now, I'm sitting inside of my shop. Um, ignore the background. We ain't done with that. That's going to turn into a, a product wall. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I mean, it looked like it's a setup, like it's cute setup. Okay. Yeah. Like for what I'm seeing, it looks like it's a cute setup. It's not like it's crazy mess. You know? Well, right now, right now it's a little mess because before this, I had a client, I had a hair replacement client, so like this hair, so I just swept it to the side or whatever. Um, but it's a nice, it's a nice um, setup or whatever. It, I, I make it comfortable enough for people to come in and just have their own private one on one session when they come in. Um, in six months or five months um when i'm done with school and i you know do my testing or whatever my goal is to move this into a private studio um so i can get out my house and i can have my apartment back you know as an apartment um and then from there like it's opening the private studio um there have been like a couple of people who have said hey i want to work with you or i I want you to work in my shop um i'm still kind of iffy on working in shops because i've had bad experiences with shops and shop owners and things of that nature um but for right now private studio it until i can get what i need to and maybe i'll i'll go to somebody's shop and work there i I was going to say like new york have a lot of different places i don't don't know if they have places like that here in boston but in new york like you have companies they will build like these um what i want to call it it's almost like warehouse offices, but it's not gotcha. warehouse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they will allow you to come and pay like a certain amount of money, or whatever every month a fee, and you can take like literally their type of office space and make it your business space. Do you find it more? So I would question: Do you find it more feasible to be able to do it at in your studio that you have now versus a shop? Like, oh, almost definitely. Yeah, I can keep all my money. <laughs> I, again I, I i feel like at the end of the day i've had shop experience um and i think it's all great and good um but a lot of shop owners are out for self they they build themselves up um so it's a lot of a 60 40s commission it's, it's you know you get a salary or whatever and again i feel like if i do the work um you know again paying for a chair is cool i paid for my own chair that was a thousand dollars out of pocket and there's my chair. That's the chair I'm paying for. So, you know, I feel like if the money should go to me, I can pay my bills. I can take care of what I need to take care of without having to pay somebody else. For right now. 
That's how you do it. Because when I don't want to pay nobody, guess who I'm going to pay? Myself. Absolutely. I mean, at the end goal, I do want to make sure that I'm paying myself at the end goal. I mean, yeah, because you always want to break even. And even not even that, you always want to make sure that you're making more money than you put out. Very true. That's how you do it. Yeah, these products cost. <laughs> Say it again. These products cost. Look, hello. Say it now. Yep. The hair industry is almost as expensive as the medical industry. They're not Come on. If they, yeah. When you need things uh, that are essential to what you do, it costs. Very. It costs. You got to yep. put money into it in order for you to get more money in that. Mm-hmm. You got to spend money, as the old saying said, you got to spend money to make money. Listen, I'm trying. I be trying to tell people. Listen, Ghost Bond, all that. That's twenty dollars bottle up here in New York. I don't know. Listen, they, some people have to be bald. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't get what I get. They're gonna be bald right along with me. So I don't know about being bald. I like my hair. Well, listen, I, 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 I love when I have hair too. But you know, you gotta make the money to spend it when I get. Yeah, I'm at that crossroad <laughs> of where my hair is like. You know what I'm saying? Where I'm almost where you can see that I'm thinning out in certain places, and then there's times where you can see it. Like if I keep it cut a certain length, like you know, it looks fine. But you know, if I grow it out, you know, okay, yeah, you can see he's like thinning out. It's like I'm not ready to go bald yet. Like I don't feel like I'm at that point of. You don't feel like you're at that age. That age and bracket of going fully Mm -hmm. bald. But I'm also not at the point where I respect those who do the units. You know what I'm saying? I respect you. If you look good with your unit, bitch, and I don't know it's a unit. Okay. Say that again. Say that again. Say that again. You got to have it where it don't look like a unit. I've seen folks where I'm like, girl. Right now, you know that was not the look you (laughs) put a unit on. You don't even look like that type of girl. And that's just my thing where for me, I don't feel like I need a unit. I just feel like I just need to keep it tamed at a length that works for me that is still like I have here, but I don't have. You know what I'm saying? You can tell, but you can't tell type of situation, you know? True, true. Yeah, I mean, but there's, there's other, like you said, it, it to, to go to go from like here to like a unit where you, it's, it's not noticeable is great. There are other ways where like you can just fill in spots. Not with the hair fibers. You can fill in spots with hair and make, you know, make it not noticeable too, make it blend in. Right. Um, but some people just, some people go to the extreme. I, I try to tell people, listen, if you're black, get your texture hair. Don't try to be Puerto Rican, Spanish, Dominican. If that's not you, okay? If that's not you, just, you know, forget it, okay? We just, you saw that mean you just said you tell them don't go get no oodles and noodles here, what? Listen, I mean, it's, it, listen. Do what do what you feel is necessary, but do it to where it's like I don't have to sit here and look like that's not the hair to grow at your scalp. Like you know, right. like, like I shouldn't be questioning what's going on in your head. It's not your ethnicity. You 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 didn't go there. Like I don't you know, there are black people who think they're they're Puerto Rican for some reason, you know, or you know you get you go from bald to having like really long extreme hair and true. Do it over time, you know, make it work for you. So. That's definitely understandable. Yes, um, that is amazing. Your work is amazing and everything you do. Like I said, from cutting hair to making man units, child, because I don't know how many people in New York make man units, but they make man units, okay? 
Um, but I think from what I was told, they were like mainly more down south is where they make them mostly. So it's not some people, many people up north that do them. I don't know why I think that was child. I thought that that was the dumbest thing ever from like years ago, but I don't think in the 90s they was ready for it. No, they weren't. They weren't ready for that in the 90s. But I think also in the 90s, you wasn't dealing with a lot of guys who were losing their hair either. Well, you were, they was just bald. They were either, but that's the thing. You could tell they were either bald or they had a full fledge of hair. Because a lot of times there were like braids or dredge, you know what I'm saying? In yeah. the 90s, you had that dread look, that braids, you know what I'm saying? The twist. Waves, the afro, waves was very waves heavy. Were heavy in the back of the day. Though. So for those, you had that look. Whereas now, you don't have that look. And I have to say, honestly, part of that, part of that problem usually looks at is because of medication, because of yeah. what people take. And you know whether, however, the medicine affects their body, it can affect hair loss. You know what I'm saying? Different things that can cause it. And I feel like and now where we are, right? And now where we are now in 2021, and we got so much going on, we're, we're injecting our bodies or taking pills all in our systems that kind of that kind of messes up. So you know. And you know what is that and segue and see now the topic for this evening is called letters letter to, to myself. myself. <laughs> I mean, not to yourself, to yourself, yes, to myself. Just letters, letters to self, letters to self, <laughs> but to <laughs> myself, right? Mm-hmm. Topic is letters to self. Um, I thought that this would be very interesting to talk about because, like, you know, as we hear with my Judy's, my best friends, um, like we talk about things from life to what we want to do. Personally, professionally, um, self growth. Um, so I've come to realize having these conversations with the people that I love and other friends that I love that are around me that um, people still battle with certain issues and they don't know why. They don't know why. They don't understand why it's happening. And I just be like, you gotta let it go. Which, you know, the common word, especially, I think everybody says this, but I'm just going. For my people of color, not black people, but people of color, my Browns and Latinos and Latinas, and you know my um, Jamaicans and Cubans, the people, like everybody. Right. Yeah, right. you know what I'm saying? I got you. <laughs> I got you. Right. Go ahead. Right, because you know the first thing somebody say is, well, you know, people of color, we don't do that, and that's just not how we're supposed to do in our culture. And it's just like, what do you mean you're not supposed to? So when you're having mental health issues, good or bad, I shouldn't go see a therapist. I mean, well, okay, so I get it because it's like, yeah, we had that that stigma of don't see a therapist. That's not what we do. Anything that happens, no, 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 no. Bring it back. It was more of don't tell nobody. What happens in this house stays in this house, and that messes up everybody's thought process. Mm -hmm. Because I thought literally what happened at home. If I told it, I was gonna get in trouble. Mm -hmm. Even when you felt like you was telling your own truth, you felt like it was like you was crossing a boundary you knew not to cross because it's been embedded in you as a behavior pattern of not saying what is going on and speaking about what's going on. So I get it. I mean, because I'm to self, I've written a lot of letters to myself, especially after dealing with the loss of my mom. I had to learn how to talk to myself at times. Though I may not talk to myself out loud or whatever, 
difficult when I do write in my journals, I do have to write to myself and tell myself certain things. Uh, the growth that I've grown through, gone through, give myself credit on things and things that I knew I did wrong and accepting my truth on that. So I, I mean, you got to. That's the only way you can let go is learning your lessons, your life lessons, the life gems. What about coffee? What about you? You learning them life gems? Well, uh, now I was going to say, there's, there's absolutely what I've learned, nothing wrong with finding a therapist, getting a therapist, uh, focusing on your mental health. Um, I have never actually sat and written a letter to myself, uh, but this topic made me think about what I would write to myself. <laughs> and um, I think that at, at the age I'm at now, um, that probably would have been a really long letter because me and me and younger self, we, we need to have a talk. <laughs> we we have a serious talk because again, I was, I was with one of those families who said what happens in this house stays in this house. And as I got older, I realized that sometimes you have to go outside of your house and tell somebody, but who do you tell? Cause again, it's hard to trust people outside of your house for that reason. So, you know, again, I, I, I just completed, um, with a therapist. So I had two and a two and a half years of therapy. Um, and I honestly, for the first time at the end, my therapist said she was proud of me. And I heard it and it still didn't feel like a win. It felt like a loss for some reason. Um, because I was like, okay, well, that's great. I don't work through like whatever in therapy, but now, you know, where does that leave me? But I also too had to look at it as this, she said she was proud of me. And that's the part I, I, the younger part of me didn't, didn't hear. So it's like, I'm still, I'm still 34 thinking that I'm 12, not hearing somebody's proud of me just because I might've made a macaroni picture and you didn't hang it on the refrigerator. Or, you know, like I got an A for the first time ever and I didn't hear you say, well, dang, that's great. So it's like, I had to get past that. So now that we we're 34 and old, like, Therapy, therapy, therapy to me was definitely important. You know, having a having a mental breakdown and you know, going through that really helped push that situation. Now I need to go outside the house and take care of business and and tell somebody else who will listen, and and not be one of those people who says, okay, well they have to talk over me and get that point across. But you're actually listening, right. you're hearing me, you're allowing me to work through my issues. But you're giving me guidance on how which way to to try to navigate it, so I don't lose track. So yeah, I get it. So I got a question for you. Okay. What are the five words you would give yourself if you was able to talk to yourself in 2019? Five words that you would give yourself if you could talk to yourself in 2019. Like words of like positive word, like what, what positive words of growth. The of what you have learned growth and encouragement growth and encouragement with five words so five words of growth and encouragement i one um always tell yourself that you're proud of yourself um never forget that you're a person just like anybody else you're human um it's okay to cry um focus on the things that you can change and the things you the things that you cannot change don't focus on them so much. Um, and the last thing that I would tell myself, honestly, um, I 
Oh, well, I mean, you're important. Because, again, I, I've, I've, I've never seen myself as important. Um, I've always seen myself. I'm just that person. I'm just that person, you know. I, and, again, I've said that many times to, to, to Kelly or whatever. It's just, I don't, I don't, never seen a reason to feel important. I'm just, when people acknowledge me, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm him. I'm nobody important. And I kept saying that stuff to myself until I actually believed that I'm not important. So, those are my that's five. usually the sad part because you always want to feel important. You know, because the thing is, people look for um, attention. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. People seek out for attention and they seek out for validation because they haven't got that from however many milestones of their life. Mm-hmm. So when they do it and people act out and stuff, we're looking at them like, why you do that? Right. With the, but I mean, if I feel like, I use like, because I work with kids, a prime example. Um, like I have a few of my kids that like they feel like they're the life of the party and everybody should like them. And if that one person, that one person don't that, like, that them, like them, it changes their whole mood. Change their whole mood. <laughs> yeah. Trying to be so upset. They're like, but I literally I had a good party. Like, but I don't know why they don't like me. And I'm like, in my head, like, why do you give a fuck? But I can't tell you. <laughs> but the crazy thing is, not only do you see that in kids, you see that in adults now. Adults, right? You so knew, you knew that was, you knew that was me. You knew I was one of those people. Everybody, I, I feel like everybody needs to like, like I have to make you like me. And then I started to realize that I don't care if you don't like me. Just if you, even if you don't respect me, just know I'm in the same place with you, whether you like me or not. Like, cause no, I no, think no, that no, that's no, you're seeking. No, no, you're seeking. No, no. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Let me tell you something. You may not like me. You're gonna respect me. Yeah. yeah if okay. You if you don't give it, I'm gonna demand it. And let me say something. I'm a different type of old school girl. That was something like my parents and I was used to, and my auntie and like back in the day. When it became the, the 80s and the 90s era, let me say something. Respect is everything. Mm-hmm. Word is bond goes a long way. Loyalty goes a long way. I would tell the girl, you may not like me, but you will respect me. And and that's true. And I, again, I don't I don't I don't veer away from that, but I, I do feel like this. Demanding respect, that, that's all well and good. But if I leave a room with you and it's still no respect, then guess what? I don't care. I don't care to demand your respect. And again, I don't care if you respect me. But guess what? I was in that room, I was present in the room, you felt me in that room. You acknowledge you acknowledge that I was in that room. So guess what? At the end of the day, there was, there was some respect. It's just it. I'm not focusing on you giving it to me. I'm not focusing on you. I'm not focused on whether you demand it or not. But yeah, I, I do feel like listen, demand respect. Because again, the first time you disrespect me, hello, you gonna you gonna feel all of this. Oh, this hello, I was just about to say, please don't ask me why. <laughs> My business is over there with you. So I got a few. I, I kind of, I want to ask that same question to you, friend, oh. but not 2019, Kelly. I want you to, I want you to get five words to 2011, Kelly. Five words to 2011, Kelly. 2011, don't go back. 2011, oh my God, so much was happening. Um, let me see. No, because this is the thing. I was still living in like a lot of people don't know this story. 
Mm-hmm. But when I go through life and I go through experiences, I don't mind sharing. It's just certain things I'm not going to share, right. but I don't mind sharing this. Um, I was still living in Providence at the time. And I was homeless again at the time. And I was, because my brother lives over here. So me and my brother, my brother was the reason I moved to the East Coast. And I feel like that was as close as I'm going to get to New York. But like having situations with him and living with someone that I barely know, but because they loved me and loved my energy and loved how genuine I was, it was just like, all right, that's how I was able to maneuver over here and make a show that I had to move over my head. Um, child, 2011, Kelly, I will tell him to practice patience because I'm still doing it now as I'm older. Um, being able to listen, I'm not going to lie, at that time, I was not a good person to like I just you can tell me something I didn't listen to it honestly if it wasn't about me I wasn't listening to it because my struggle <laughs> was real and I felt like my struggle was better than anybody's that's just my opinion I didn't mean it like it was like if it wasn't I'm not gonna and when I say it wasn't about me I'm saying it if it wasn't about me in a form of like I was I'm from Detroit so I had to grind I had to grind to where I got you know what I'm saying so it wasn't like a oh I'm very conceited and I'm like into myself like no if it wasn't about me what I was going through what I was trying to shake and move and change this world we had nothing to talk about um and I would tell myself love me more because I just that year was the year I made a breakthrough in life I'm giving y'all everything in this season so, a lot of people don't know this. So, 2011 was the year that I made a breakthrough because that was the year I decided that I would no longer move forward to kill myself. Mm. That was the year. Um, which was crazy. And I think what it was was because I never thought that I would get out of Detroit, Michigan, and my brother gave me the opportunity to move on the East Coast. So when I moved to Providence in 2010 and things was going great and when things wasn't going great, that just kind of fucked up my whole... Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> messed, up, messed up my whole entire world. Um, and I felt like that for me, I had to fix that because if I didn't fix it, nobody else would. Honestly. Mm. Um, oh, and my motto is the more you keep fighting the more you would surprise yourself of personal things in your life that you think that will shift will never shift and it will teach you great moments that you feel like that weren't great moments. Um, Come on. All that good stuff. This letter to self is good. I like this session. Friend, let's, let's see. Letter to self you back in 
you have your own spot. I would tell 2007 that and know that you are capable of handling because one thing about me in 2007 I was struggling with education and academics was never my thing I never excelled in that that was just never me but I always felt like I was behind others in education because they always exceeded better than me. They knew how to write. I could talk and, you know, I had that gift of being able to talk, but being able to write it out and really express myself writing wise, I never had that gift. So it was just like a challenge for me. So I ended up, I was kept back. I didn't graduate until really the summer of 2007 because I had to do summer school during that time. But um, I would tell myself that I can, I am capable of figuring it out and just being able to make sure you push yourself. Don't stop pushing yourself. In 2007, I would tell myself to stop, don't stop pushing yourself. Make sure y'all listen to that, y'all getting these Y'all gotta push yourself, honey. Don't stop. Cause I'm still doing that now. I mean, right, because also what I want people to understand is, I mean, I, it was funny, so I was Mr. King Cuffin. I was talking about to one of my other friends of this. I said, I find it funny that when people try to manifest or something that people want to do, the first thing they their reaction is to they, they want somebody else to do it. Mm-hmm. And I like, and I told a friend, so prime example, I'm gonna use something. So one of my friends were like, you know, he just didn't understand the dating pool and why certain guys that he did, why they couldn't be this way, this that, whatever. And I was just like, well, have you decided to date just home? Like, what does dating look like for you? Right. And he looked at me and Paul's like, date myself, like, what do you mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, have certain things that the people have to understand. As human beings, there's certain things that we ask for for other people to do. We've never done to ourselves. People like to go to the spa. And you'd be surprised a lot of people their first time going to the spa is because somebody sent them and somebody paid for it. True. But not actually going for themselves and paying for themselves, knowing what it is that they deserve and their worth. I mean, most times you don't learn what your worth is until you date yourself, like you said. That part. Because I find it crazy that you get people that get in some relationships and the relationships don't work. It's just, I have to, you know, this is over. It's not a thing that I do not find myself. I need to find yourself and you never did find yourself. I'm confused. So, like, now you got to do quadruple the work. But you know what is funny too? It's also when you go through friendship situation where some people don't know what it is to have a real friend. And then you know what it is to have a real friend, but to not know that somebody that you thought was a real friend, but was able to manipulate your thought process of thinking that they were a real friend. And then I walk in the room, give you all real friend situation, and then people looking at me like I got five heads, like, bitch, I'm not used to you, and I feel like you're disrespectful. I'm like, what? Right. Disrespectful. I don't even know you. Girl, I'm just now meeting you. And I just thought I'd just give you my opinion, but if you don't like it, I'll take it back. You shouldn't have put it in the, the Ponderosa. I'm wrong. I had to put it in the Ponderosa. No, I'm saying she should have. Well, she should have shared. That's her point. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. She should have shared in the Ponderosa, girl. <laughs> what you think? Say, say it again. I said, what you think? about this? I'm, I'm sorry. What what is the, the what is the ponderosa? Just <laughs> gay gay me. <laughs> <laughs> and just on that 
Child, we're going on a quick break. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good segue, y'all. That's a good segue, y'all. What is the part of I'm feeling like... Because, you know... I just, like I said, I just feel like as color folks... As Judy's, honey. As Judy's, you know. Um, we was brought up a certain way in our households and things happen. Like I said, we was always told what stays in this house happens in this house and nobody should know what's going on. Um, we've always been things of like, what were they like, you keep it secret, don't tell nobody. And it's not true. You don't need to have somebody to keep a secret for you. You should be able to find a safe place to be able to speak what it is that you are emotionally dealing with or a situation that you're actually dealing with that you need to actually know how to let go and move forward and you know progress better in life and grow because growing is key if flowers can do it so can I each one teach one blue shot because I'm not always going to be the same person I was in my teenage years to in my 30s now if that usually happens for some folks and we just gave each other a nice little one too and different parts of our lives where you know what I'm saying there were different places where we had to learn and we saw we saw ourselves then to where we are now and knowing that what we know now is like I wish I was able to tell myself this because I'd be probably ten times different yeah, we'll say better. Yeah, better, better, better 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 let's get better mm-hmm. True. Because you always got to get what? Stronger. <laughs> become. <laughs> become. Bro. It's the becoming. It's a, you know, it's a, shout out to Miss Amani Manzel. I watch her stuff. She's hilarious. I think she's amazing. I love she always makes me cry. What's it? Anyways, moving on. <laughs> so as we, you know, get into our next part, y'all know I always love to play this because I love games. I think this game has been around since day one, I believe. This is the only game. This is the only game. Yeah. I created other games. She tried it. We yeah, there was other games. games. Like, this other is games, the game. Like, this is the game, right? <laughs> right. So y'all know how we do it. It's time for us to move into what? Tea. Yeah, I tried it. The whole damn dance. Oh, you giving a jam? Say what? What was the ring? Are we chicken noodle soup out here? With a soda on the side. Oh, you know what? Oh my God, Mr. King Coffee, you ready to play a game? I'm ready. All right, y'all. You already know because you ain't new to this. You what? Oh, I'm true to this. I'm, my bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, Listen, I'm still, it was I still got some, I'm still, I'm still trying to figure out what the Ponderosa is. <laughs> so you already know here what we do at the home of the game at the SGPE is the same family with the Judies, of course. That was cute. That was, that was, that that was real. real. <laughs> <laughs> If y'all don't know the acronyms, just keep reading. You might figure it out. Um, so, yeah, we're here to play Tea and Hot Chocolate. We're going to ask numerous of questions. Um, 
well, yeah, because I can't pinpoint the number. It depends on when we stop. I think we probably stop after like a couple of weeks. Right. So, you know, in this month, yeah. So, with seeing Hot Chocolate, we're going to ask some questions, you know. They may be true, true. you know, high pop and tea. Um, and if they're false, they like hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. A runny Milky Way. Just saying. Don't imagine it. I know you imagine it at home. If you were imagine a, a runny Milky Way. Flashback. <laughs> anyway. So we're going to ask some questions. It's basically based on <laughs> truth or false instead of truth and dare. I like truth and dare, but I take truth But we're, well, I mean, I like it more of as a tea and hot chocolate because I feel like if it's tea, that means, oh, girl, we saying something. This is tea. Mm-hmm. This is tea right here. And then with chocolate, girl, that's trash. That's right. That's trash. I'll take it. That's like I'm taking it. laxatives. So, when it's heating, what trouble it Let me shake it, shake it, shake it. Shimmy, 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 shake, 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 Tea and hot chocolate, y'all ready? Then this ramen is short. Did you just say? Is Dennis ramen short? Tea and hot chocolate. Okay, so short and what else? Hi, boo. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Let's. Wait. What? You act like I was, you know something. I was, listen, I was gonna go go way tea, but I was like, that ain't none of my business. But uh, he's short. I, 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 he a little hot chocolate. I don't think he that short. That's hot chocolate. That's hot chocolate. Because we know Dennis Rodman is tall. Like he like, if I'm gonna say he like six eight. Yeah, he a tall, he a tall twin RuPaul. Well, he's taller than RuPaul. <laughs> Oh, RuPaul only got extra height because the heels. I said <laughs> Okay. Oh. Friend, you were yeah, really man. small on this one. Don't, don't do it. I can't even write this small, friend. She need bifocals. I can't write this small, but okay. Tea or hot chocolate? RuPaul's Drag Race has two seasons. Two good seasons? <laughs> yeah, what y'all not gonna do? What y'all not gonna do? Yeah, yeah man, some odd seasons. Okay, what y'all not gonna do be shady. Don't be, do not be a shady lady. There, there are many, there are many seasons. There are many seasons. Let's be real. Chocolate. Season 14 is happening right now. Okay. Okay. Come on, I need this the sponsorship. VH1 is y'all watching this, you know, come sponsorship your girl. I watch drag I've been watching drag race since season one when they had that blurry ass fluorescent light. Okay, that old oh, sexy no. glimmer. Blurry fluorescent. Child, it looked very crystal non clear. It gave very that much this. Hold on, let me see what Production I was very the budget was it short. Gave- it gave very much this. You had a lot of glow and shit. It was like it gave very much very much spud screen. Like wipe the screen off. <laughs> I, I can't Come on. I can't with y'all. I can't let's get let's get it to this gig. I mean, let's get it to this gig. Let's get it to this gig. 
You ready, Mr. King Kong? Baby? I'm ready. I was trying to. You defaulted it like 37 times. <laughs> Tea or hot chocolate? And Michael Jackson got black kids. I, you know, again, Billie Jean said. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I didn't write it. I for all the people listening, I read the question. That don't mean. <laughs> Billy Jean said that there was. Michael said the kid is not his son. I mean, I would say that's chocolate. You show up because Michael Black. I don't know. There's, 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 <laughs> I don't know. There's, there's I mean, never is, get she is she really black? Because she saw herself white. So <laughs> she did a song with black and white. Ooh, but she, but her skin complexion was white. She felt that was comfortable for her. I'm not, I'm not. I'm doing just. That. I'm okay. not doing that. All right. I spite what he did to his skin. That's a black man. All right. I'm moving black. on. I'm moving on. I'm moving like on. Skinned woman. What? She like wait. King Kong. You said she likes skinned. You don't even answer. What she said? What you say? The light skinned woman. Okay. Light skinned woman. Right. See. Okay. I guess hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. Okay. Yeah. Tea or hot chocolate. T.I. is a better rapper than Jay-Z. Oh, oh, y'all are silent. <laughs> nah, you said T.I.? T.I. against Jay-Z is a better, T.I. is better than Jay-Z. Oh, y'all are quiet. <laughs> What's going on? No, I'm going to say chocolate because, I mean. I don't follow rules, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing to T.I. Mm-hmm. And it's nothing to J.C. Mm. Nas will forever be the best rapper. I said it. But Nas is not in the picture right now. So if it's not no, no 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 no, Nazari is in the picture. Hey Nas, how you doing? That wasn't the question. Though. Hey Nas, how you doing? I've been, been a big fan for forever. These girls don't know nothing about the old school rap, battle rap. They don't Nas, Nas. Go to the pot. Nas. Go to the pot. <laughs> go, go to the pot. Nas. Go to the pot. Yeah, singly gay Nas. Cause I love you, Nas. Pops. I love you, Nas. I love you. <laughs> But I love you now. <laughs> I don't like from you so much right now. I don't feel so excited. We don't know first. The last question. Oh. Dion of the easy. Tia Hacho. I need to stop all these like this. I gotta get to I gotta get to the question. It's actually quicker than the last one. Look at how look at how long it is. It's quicker than that one. <laughs> you was over there early in right. She was opening the jigsaw question. A puzzle. Very jigsaw. Miss <laughs> 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 King Coffee, Tia Hot Chocolate. 
do you stand up or sit when you gotta go to the bathroom? See, see how childish. Is that pissing? Uh, okay, so stand up or sit when you piss. Pee. This is gonna be a, this is gonna be a tease situation because uh, it all depends. Like if I just need to sit there and just chill for a second, I'm sitting the hell down. Like that's a seat. <laughs> what? Listen, listen. I don't care what y'all do. If I don't care if I got to pee or not. I'm sitting there. <laughs> yeah. You she fans. You said you you just said you doing what when you do number one. If I got to pee and I I just want to chill in the toilet for a second, I'm gonna sit the hell down. Dude, I would listen. Well, at home, let me just be clear. Out in public oh, spaces, in public spaces, I'm standing ten feet away from the toilet trying to aim correctly because I don't, I don't trust toilets. Okay. So. They probably don't trust you, but I'm just saying. They ain't none of my they business. Got, they ain't got to trust me, but at home, that is a. I mean, I stand up when I'm at home too, though. I, that's that's. I'm anywhere. I'm standing. I'm, I'm mad. Standing. I'm standing. I'm standing near the car. I'm, I'm standing. standing. Yeah. In the wind and blizzard, I'm, I'm standing. standing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm standing. I'm just like, no, I'm standing. There's no sitting down. Not unless I'm taking the shit. I mean, number two. That's, that's all right. Y'all ain't got to sit down, but I listen. That's a that's a chair in the bathroom. And I'm gonna sit down and relax. I don't care if you just sit down. Feet. Is it like is it like one of them? Uh, as my girls will say it on Grace and Frankly, Frankie. Is it one of them? Uh, you know, uh, lift, lift up when they was working on their toilet. It's called lift up and rise. Is that what the name? Of it? I never watched that. Never watched Grace and Frankie. Never had a piece of Grace and Frankie is my shut. For anybody that's out here watching, if y'all ever get on Netflix and you want to watch this show, it's presented to old people in comedy, Grace and Frankie. And all I'm going to say is this, because I'm not going to give you the show. Their husbands divorced them to marry each other. Go watch it. It's like, a back, it's like a backwards Will and Grace. And the gag is. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, all of that good stuff. <laughs> so... So with that being said, we want to thank this to Kinko because he's playing tea and hot chocolate with us, child, because that was a lot of crazy questions. I don't know where the long paper came from. I was trying to figure it out, but it took me like 78 hours to get to the question. I just want to say it. She's carrying. You see this body? I'm carrying what? Agitation. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 Yes, which we're not gonna do. So we wanna, yeah. Go so, ahead, we gonna move right along because she's trying to y'all see if I just definitely try it. <laughs> <laughs> so we got Mr. King Kofi because of the building from NYC, the magic barber himself from uptown and the motherfucking brawl. Yeah, <laughs> the BX. It's the BX. Cool, Mr. King Cole, because you want to say any lasting words that you want to, you know, give any advice or some good quotes that just, you know, all of that good jazz and just drop your social media handles with people, you know. Just let so, know. so, so first thing first, anybody out there listening, if y'all know what the Ponderosa is and I still ain't know, I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> Second of all, <laughs> okay. Um, so, social media, I am, I got like a lot of them, but I am the underscore, no, I changed it, sorry. Uh, the King Studio. There's two underscores in it, in between the King and the Studio. Okay. I'm quite sure uh, why I had it right there. Yeah, it, it'll yeah. probably be in the bio. Okay. 
So the King Studio on Instagram, and I'm also King underscore Kofi. That's my second page. You can see all my work there. On Facebook, I am Kyron Lafayette Amari. Um, it is what it is. Uh, my Facebook is just at random. Don't mind the content. Um, I would put my Twitter out there, but I don't want that to affect my business, so I ain't going to do that. So, um, yeah, other than you that. You still need a Twitter on the side. <laughs> so, you can send me that Twitter on the side. You can send me that Twitter on the side. You can all of that. <laughs> Mr. King Kofi Cuts gave y'all his social media handles where you can follow him. Also, just know he may not have his work website, which is coming very, very soon. Coming very, very mm-hmm. soon because he has things that he's working on. He's getting his business off the ground. He's doing great and amazing things for the community being based out of New York City uptown in the Bronx. I said you in the month Bronx, um, which is amazing because, uh, you know, um, creating this platform, I always want to make sure I shout out all the creatives, mainly for our black and gay creatives. Um, I feel like we've always had a voice. We don't get a lot of that out. So it takes us to help and uplift one another because people don't think that it will happen, but it will and it will always happen. Um, so with that being said, y'all already know how we end the thing, you know, because the merch is coming soon. If you can't kiki with your duties, then who can you kiki with? Yeah, this has always been amazing. I love that you guys continue to come to our, you know, social media pages, come to the group, you know, always advance, ask us questions, send us emails and things of that nature. Everything has always been great. And this season, we want to tell you. It just gets better and better, and it's gonna keep getting better and better because more things are coming your way. Not just the merch. I'm letting you guys have the merch. I'm letting you have the merch. The merch. <laughs> but everything else that you love about us, our aesthetic, my co-host, Mr. Siobhan, because you know, child, he always doing some crazy stuff. And also, make sure y'all get ready to go check out because he yes. has his own YouTube channel, Pages, Pages of, of My Life. life. Please make sure y'all go in and, and check him out because even though we do things together, we working on business and merch together, just as well as my best friend, Mr. King Kofi Cuts, because I love somebody that are always thriving and working and doing different things in their lives and also doing things to help the community, even we would, even if we don't know, right. we know now, right. the information is here. Um, we love you guys and we thank you guys for loving on us. We thank you because we love all you harder and we're loving so much harder. And <laughs> good night. That's good it. Night. We gotta go. We gotta go. We got nice to do.